Here's a message from Ken Lavica. Trying to decide if I'm into new baseball or if I'm an old man and I want old baseball. Stone Labanowitz hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken Lavica Live. What? Did we just become best friends? Yup. You want to go do karate in the garage? Yup. Turn it up. Turn it up! Now, live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Ken Lavica Live on ESPN 1063. I'm just going to do an impromptu poll. Theo Stone and I don't like one another, so we don't talk until the mics come on, and we put on a charade. As if we're boys. So this is the first time that we've actually talked today. Nice to okay. see you. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Good Good to see you. Good day, sir. Good yeah. day, sir. Good day. Looking good, fellas. Uh, Theo, pitch clock. Yay or nay? Yay. Yay. Stone, pitch clock. Yes or no? Big yes. Okay. Interesting. I'm a mixed bag. Oh, my goodness. As they say. Go figure. I have a weird feeling old man Ken is coming out in just a couple of moments because the pitch clock, I see some good... But I also see some bad. Of course you see some because bad. Because I miss the way things used to be. Oh, my God. Here we go. You're killing the national pastime. Ken LeVick <laughs> alive on a Monday here on ESPN 106.3. Free ESPN app and on your smart speaker. And at John Levine Accident Attorney Studios, downtown West Palm Beach, Phillips Point Towers, off of the sunny and, yes, humid, which means ultimately stinky intracoastal. Stone the Banowitz, Friday Night Lights, radio life partner. He runs this catastrophe until 2 o'clock Monday it is Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29, who worked on his off day this week at Come the on. Honda Classic. He made sure everybody knew before the show. Every single time it's my off day, I make sure I present it before, after, during. I'm like, yo, I'm out here. I'm working. I'm hustling. <laughs> supposed to be Did off. you know I'm supposed to be off today? <laughs> right. What a jerk move is that, right? Uh, the guy's man. always like. I love that. That's me, though. Uh, but uh, good job to everybody. A little uh, self-congratulations to all of us here at ESPN West Palm for our radio and TV coverage uh, of the uh, the Honda Classic in Stone. We said it yesterday, Honda Classic Live. Chris Kirk was going to get the job done, and he did. It was a little sketchy. He almost broke the windshield of the Honda Honda vehicle on 18 Ooh. with his approach. It bounced off the rocks and nearly cracked the windshield of the Honda vehicle that's in the lake on 18. That mistake put him into a playoff, but then he ultimately won from there. I that would have been awesome. I wish you would have hit it. Yeah, no doubt. What a perfect way to send Set off, off the Honda. Honda. Yeah. yeah. Hey, thanks for pulling the sponsorship <laughs> glass all over the place. And then you know how to get the free car after winning. Uh-huh. You should have been like, I want that yeah, one. Yeah, just give me that give one. Give me that please. one. We'll put it in a museum. So when I wasn't at PGA National over the weekend, and I wasn't calling Florida Atlantic winning a conference USA mm. regular season championship mm. on Saturday. The boys Stone, in Boca. What do you know about those owls? All right, so I typically say that these guys like to win basketball games. Games, but it's becoming clearly apparent that they win games by not 30, yeah. but 40. That's right. Jeez. They won by a combined 66 points Thursday, <laughs> Saturday over UTSA and UTEP, Conference USA champions. What's up? Yeah. All right. So don't mess with Texas. Don't mess. Don't wait. No, but they did mess with Texas. I know. That's the That's thing. Right? Real big time. That, that angers me as a Texan. I choose nothing but messing with Texas, <laughs> yeah, no, in fact. It's the boys in Boca. Yeah. yeah. You got to get right. on board. I forgot. Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm a homeowner in Florida now, so yeah, I'm, riding yeah, with, I'm riding with Boca. That Texas is out of your blood yeah, now, man. Yeah. Come on. Uh, so. 
when I when I wasn't uh, calling college basketball or or at PGA National, I was watching a little bit of spring training baseball. Spring training starting late last week into this weekend, and it's very noticeable when you're watching it in on the left side of your screen when you have that behind the mound camera shot, the traditional baseball TV shot. There is that big old can't miss clock ticking down every time the catcher throws it back to the pitcher. 15 seconds. As soon as the pitcher has the ball, he's got 15 seconds to get on that rubber, get the pitch he wants to throw, get into his windup, and deliver. And it is a real jarring watch the first couple of minutes you go through it. I will say, though, like looking at at spring training game times over the weekend, 215, Mm. 220, 205, Mm. 203. I mean... These games are cooking, man. The, the You get the ball, you throw it. I watched at one point, and I timed it because I, I was curious. Four pitches in one minute. Four wow. pitches in a one-minute span. That's good. I mean, that was I, – I, I have not been – God's honest truth. I have not been more entertained watching non-playoff baseball than I was watching random spring training games this weekend because it was a thrill to see the pitcher get the ball – Get his foot on the rubber and get rid of that thing. None of this spitting or rubbing your hand on your thigh or a little bit of cup adjustment or looking in, then stepping off, uh, toeing the the rubber, and then the the hitter steps out, and he's going to adjust his wristbands and all that stupid nonsense. (laughs) It was good. We were moving. The thing I love about it, so with sports, if you're watching, the general rule of thumb is I should have to make a sacrifice if I want to use the restroom. I should be on the couch like, ah. I should I, be in pain before I make, an, uh, make a decision. Exa- that's how you yeah. know you're, what you're watching is good. Like, yeah. oh, like I need to wait till a commercial break or I'm going to miss some real action. And now the way that baseball is designed, every restroom break has to now be strategized. Back right. in the day, you could just willy-nilly go to the toilet. Yeah. Right, this right, is right. why it's better right now. Okay. Uh, now, in that spot, though, say you get to the point where you're in so much pain <laughs> because your, your bladder is so full that you're, like, doubled over. You know, like yes, the times yes. where it's so full that you can't even stand up straight do you turn the volume on the tv up real loud so you can hear it in your your bathroom wherever it is in your house because that's a move that i've made before yes you got to do that and then when you use the restroom you got to be an open door guy i know it's not yeah, you know, for sure but but you, you know it's if you have company though it's kind of tough it is kind of tough it's well that's why you use your phone but yeah it's your house <laughs> yeah. you wouldn't do, you shouldn't do that at someone else's house i learned that the hard way one day but Hey, excuse me. It, it was accidental. It was a game night. I was oh. in high school. I didn't even know I was an open door guy. Wait, so this was no drinking involved. No drinking. This yet. was a game night, like a board game night. Not like a game night. It was like it was some chick's house. I was in high school. We're so kicking what, it. So what? But what games are you playing on game night? Drinking we were playing, games, Ken. Like, we weren't even drinking games yet. I was I was in high school. I wasn't really drinking in high school. No, so. no, no, I'm saying board games. Were you playing like Monopoly? Like board games. It was never, like taboo type stuff. Never have I ever. Never have I ever. Spin, spin the bottle. The bottle. <laughs> oh, yeah. Probably a little hide and go yeah, get it. Game night. Yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah right. You know how these things end up. Uh-huh. But. but I, they, we, everybody was in the living room. Whoa. I went to the restroom. Oh, no, I mean, isn't we just had so wait, fun, talked about the good Lord and added, Savior Jesus Christ. So it was Bible study. It was Bible it was, study. It was a, a dare event. <laughs> Whatever it was, it was positive in its nature. But I learned that day because I went and used the restroom open door because I'm used to doing that at home. I did it in their crib. I wasn't thinking. And when I came back, everybody looked at me with these horrific looks. And I'm like, yo, what's good? They were like, we heard all of that. And I wait, was like. Did you, wait, 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 wait. Did you also... 
non number one. It was no, no, it was number one. It oh. just was a thunderous number one. I guess I didn't. I didn't know how much a heavy, healthy flow. <laughs> I understand. Yeah, I, just, I understand. Ken mentioned, you know, that us three we don't like each other and we don't speak to each other. Yeah. But I am so glad that we agree that we pulled the move frequently where the door's wide open yeah. and you turn the volume no, up to sixty four. Yeah, something's yeah. bothering me though, because Theo is making it sound like growing up. It was normal in his house to use the bathroom with the door open. I grew up with all brothers, and and my mom was downstairs most of the time. I'm an open-door guy. I'm an open-door guy. Open-door policy in this house, but I learned hard. It's, it's one of those things you learn growing up. Stone, like, Stone I'm just going to ask you. Do you think that's normal? I think it's the most normal, Thank actually. you. Yeah, like, who's how wasting their time I, with doors? How is it a minority? How am I the minority <laughs> in this room that always closed the door at their their a birth home while going to the bathroom. How is this possible? You're wasting steps, man. Are you kidding me? So you two, you you and Theo both, like you were raised and it was, uh, hey, hey, uh, just keep the bathroom open. Like someone's walking by, high five. Hey, good flow. <laughs> like well, what I, is happening I, right yeah, now? So typically at my game nights, I wanted to leave it open. Oh. Right? I wanted somebody to stroll by and be like, whoa, right? So if, if you got it, You guys it. are, no, 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 no. I'm talking about your family what? life because he's talking oh. about his family oh. life. Stone, I'm talking Stone. family life. You're, you're Stone's a, over here like his auntie passing by and it's well, like, whoa, whoa. Like, oh. It was game night in high school you're at right. some chick's house. Like you're right, you you're right, yes. Not auntie's house. Yes, okay. But, but I don't know what game nights you guys were having. I was literally, t- like, we would watch Dawson's Creek <laughs> okay, and then well, play like... Theo, Ken wasn't invited. Boggle. He wasn't invited to the game nights? You didn't get invited to the game nights? <laughs> I, I did. Play a little freeze tag, a little seven minutes and... No. It, oh. That wasn't uh, like a game night. That's like a like a Friday get-together, like, yeah, later yeah. in high school. That's true. Like I mean, a yeah. game night. I didn't know game night was code. It was a euphemism for something. I thought it was literally you guys were having a game <laughs> night. Like, <laughs> like you stole mom's Malibu bottle. Playing and teenage you got the, trivial pursuit. You get the, the twister pad out there. You're getting busy. Game oh nights God. evolve over time. Now, when you get I to guess, the college-level game night, it gets it gets a little more ridiculous. But wait, but don't, don't put this on me. What? I want to get back to the situation <laughs> at hand here. Theo and Stone were raised going to the bathroom in their home with the door open. That's weird. I'm somehow the minority in this room with that. When you were growing up, did your family have an open door or closed door yes. bathroom policy? Because I'm now feeling like I, I, maybe I'm in the wrong that my parents were like, hey, close the door when you go to the bathroom. I thought that was normal. I thought that was like 98% the norm, but apparently not. Growing up, did your family have an open or closed door bathroom policy? 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776, I had no idea that the start of the show would go that direction, but I blame it on these delinquents here. Well, it's your fault, too, for hating on the pitch clock. If you're going to hate on the pitch clock, man, you're going to learn other things you're the minority well, in. I like the pitch clock when I'm watching the game. Yeah. But I also was born and raised in the Chicago area, a big baseball fan. That love for the sport has diminished um, in a big way since I came down to South Florida. But I am, at heart, still a go-to-the-game, chill-out, grab a beer, grab a dog, some peanuts, another beer, more beer, fourth, fifth beer. Mm. But I like the paying my money for ticket, parking, and knowing that I've got three and a half hours where I don't have to do a damn thing, where I can sit there afternoon game, let the sun soak over me, mm. enjoy myself. I don't care if I go by myself or go with a group of people. That's three and a half hours. I don't have to think about anything. I can enjoy baseball. I can enjoy the sights, the sounds, the pace, all of that. And I actually don't like the idea now with a pitch clock of paying all that money that you have to pay 
to go to a Major League Baseball game, to park at a Major League Baseball stadium, and then have an hour cut off of my hard-earned money that I paid to be there. I actually like the pitch clock from a TV viewing standpoint. I hate the pitch clock from a paying consumer standpoint. Mm. So I'm very, very, very torn on this. I like the pitch clock in theory, but I think it actually hurts the in-person sports viewing experience. I And this is the thing. So I would love to get like a gauge on this, especially when the regular season comes about. The only problem is, I mean, who's watching the Marlins in person? If I stand outside of the stadium and wait to interview people coming out, like how many people come out to even tell me if the experience was better, if they feel shortened? Because most people are watching the baseball on TV anyway. Well, I mean, maybe not necessarily the Marlins, but I... (laughs) That's a bad example. how 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 many baseball games have you been to... In person in your life, in my life, like like where you've stayed, major league baseball, non-working capacity, major league baseball games in my life, non-working capacity. I've been to like two Astros games and one Marlins game, so I would say three. I had a feeling. Yeah. I had a feeling that because you're you're a I'm you're a hoops guy, you're a football guy, and if you were doing baseball in your career, uh, it was in a working capacity, mostly working capacity. And then there's been those few times where you get invited out to the ballpark mm-hmm. and you're able to kind of. Catch some vibes, drink some brews, but and whatnot. See, this is my this is my thing. My upbringing and where I grew up is baseball crazy as Chicago is. It's different than growing up in Houston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there's the Astros, but the Astros were kind of eh for a long time while you were growing up in Houston. Stone, how many baseball games have you been to in a working capacity in your lifetime? So from a working capacity, I wouldn't say all that much, but from a growing up, from a childhood standpoint, a lot, right? You would, per- you go, so so per- you can you you can understand because you went to Marlins games a bunch. Yeah, and previously lived in Sorry Atlanta, that, right? Okay. So, so the Braves were a big game. deal. So I'd say well over a dozen, like a lot of oh, okay. MLB games. So you've got well over a dozen. Theo has like three. Yeah. I have probably upwards of, oh, I don't know, 600, 620 Ooh. games. We I mean, season ticket uh there there have been times where that's been in play using other people's season tickets just going with friends in my high school you guys had game night my buddies would get into the car drive um uh we, we would get on the eisenhower expressway and then get on the dan ryan to go to the south side of chicago and watch the white Sox. that's what we did instead of game night um and it, we would close the door to the stalls yeah, that's what at the stadium. <laughs> I was about to say. Right, and there was no open door policy. They there. didn't have like the trough and you're bumping shoulders with that's guys. That's at Wrigley Field. Yeah. And by the way, just in, and I know I've said it before, but I want to make a lot of you get enamored with Wrigley Field because it's so old and it's so traditional. Wrigley Field, A, there are still troughs. Ugh. B, smells like pee. And C, smells like pee. Yeah. Okay? Wrigley Field, the most overrated stadium in all of sports Period. You know, I actually took a. Uh, oh, but it has ivy. It's I mean, growing plants on the walls. Awesome. It's beautiful. I actually took a number one next to Theo yesterday in the restroom, and now that that's you're true. you're talking about troths, I could only imagine like how how oh god, uh, can't that even believe life. those I'm still not, exist. I'm not into that trough. Can't life. even believe that's those tough. exist. We did have a separation of a stall between us too, just to make yeah, sure we people chose correctly, yeah. right? You always got to go by default at least See? one space over yeah. by and, the next guy, and that way the high five isn't that weird. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so. So for me, Great flow. for me, <laughs> fist bump. Uh, for me, I, I I like three and a half hours of my hard earned money and me being allowed to just sit there. And I don't care if you think it's boring. I love it. I love it. So in person, the pitch clock ain't my thing. I like baseball. To me, baseball is the best in person viewing experience because you get so much time. You get the most worth for your money mm. 
And I think that gets ruined now. So I'm extremely torn on the pitch clock. But I want to ask you, because everybody's different. For me, pre-pitch clock live baseball was the best Mm -hmm. and is my favorite. And I'm worried that that's now fractured. That's never going to be the same. What is your favorite in-person sporting event to watch and why? What is your favorite in-person sporting event to watch and why? And did you grow up with an open-door bathroom policy in your home? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. 888-760-3776. What is your favorite sport to watch in person and why? Theo, what about you? What are you what are you most pumped to to watch in person from a sports standpoint? It's got to be basketball for me. It's got to be basketball not just because of how action packed it is, but because And it's fast. It's significantly faster and yeah. really the NBA you don't fully get an appreciation for the speed of the sport until you're watching an NBA game and the way those exactly. guys fit into small spaces and get up and down the floor. It, it's like, it's, it's almost like, again, people talk about basketball as like a jazz or an art form. Like it feels that way. You don't get a feel for other sports too. Like you go to a football game. A lot of times you're so separated from the action. Mm-hmm. You're in the stands. It's more of a group watching experience yeah. in the NBA. It's like, you feel like you're right there. It's you feel intimate. like you can reach out. It's more intimate uh, there's bigger moments, more plays that happen um, throughout the game. Like when you're at an NBA game, it just you're sucked into the action, and you can also still have some of that kind of reprieve, kicking it in the stands, getting the beers. It's like the best of both worlds. I think football one of the worst uh, in person experiences. I, I would argue that NFL going to an NFL oh, game is the worst in person viewing. Uh, for a fan because there's so much downtime and there are so many commercials and it's just sort of like there's a, there's a certain amount of pageantry when it comes to college football that sort of offsets the downtime of the college game with the NFL. You have none of that. It's like being at an NBA game from the sound standpoint where everything's manufactured Mm -hmm. and then it's the downtime included with that. I actually, as a fan, I'm not into watching the no. NFL. And you're in the elements a lot of times. I'm gl- oh, God. That's a yeah. whole other discussion. But we're not uh, Just ask the that. Bills. Oh, it's too hot on the sideline, Dolphins. You're so mean. I think it's awfully funny how we're all agreeing that football is our least favorite it to is. watch in purpose. Or, on, football was made person? to be, be viewed on television. TV product. I feel sure. like that sport was made to be viewed on television. Yeah. And that's why you can get away with all the graphics and all the bells and whistles. And, and like for me, when I'm at an NFL game, where's my yellow line? Give me my yellow line. I I don't know where the chains are. Where's the yellow line for me? The answer for me is not NBA and it's not football, right? You have, and you know, I had a conversation with Kenny and he thought this was awfully funny, but typically when I'm watching football games, there's one thing that my superior other, my girlfriend always brings up to me on why football is so bad to watch. And I don't yet have an argument built for it, but she's like, why do they run the ball? And at first, (laughs) you know, I laugh at her, you know, I get near yelling at her. And then I keep watching the sport. That's a weird reaction. That's First hilarious. laughter and then yelling at her. Yeah. <laughs> Why is he so... That's a, that sounds like a healthy relationship, <laughs> Sean. I mean, it's a very healthy relationship, but I, I try to answer. Like, why, okay, and then he goes to the bathroom with the door open. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm always... I, I, how, do I, how do I approach this? Like, here's why they run the ball. And there are never, never examples on the television screen or in person on why an NFL team runs the ball. I know it sounds weird, but she's like, this is just wasting so much time. Let's say you convert a third down and now it's first down. A team's going to run the ball and gain two yards. 
Okay, so now we have another 30 seconds to go on the play clock. Mm, no, there was a false start. So now they're going to back up. So now we're two minutes delapsed, and they're going to run the ball again for a five-yard gain. Here come 30 more seconds, and now they're going to throw the ball. If they don't convert that third down, if he doesn't complete that pass, okay, they're punting. And now we just, all of us wasted five minutes of our entire life. Yeah. So there's so much in the NFL that is just backtracking, holding everything up, and it's not necessarily a good product to watch in person. It, it, I can see why she, she doesn't like your explanation, because your explanation is boring. Your explanation of that is boring. Tell her, like, it running the ball the is like foreplay. Yeah. All right? That's a good way to put it, but it never gets <laughs> to actually dancing or doing the deed in bed. Because <laughs> when's the last time, or how many, I put it like this. One of every 15 runs goes for over 10 yards. Yeah. I, I think I'm pretty close on that statistic, I would imagine. So, yeah, it's not like foreplay because you're never actually getting to doing the deed a lot of the times. How seldom... Does a guy like Saquon Barkley? The, the run game is a tease. The run it's game the is tease a tease. Football. It is. It's now, like foreplay, and sometimes it'll get you there. I wanna, I wanna make sure that that this is being properly conveyed. Yeah. This radio show, we're in a top <laughs> fifty market in the United States of America. Okay, this is a midday, relatively successful midday radio show <laughs> that features that features a former Division One college football quarterback uh, who was just speaking. His name's Stone Labanowitz. Yes. Who. On this platform, again, top 50 market, midday sports talk radio show, has supported the question, why do you need a running game in football? <laughs> I want to make sure that we are fully, fully grasping what has just happened. Okay? It's amazing. Again, a Division One playoff game winning quarterback, Stone Lebanowitz, openly pushing the, the football narrative on this show. I don't get why they run the ball. Let me take you guys. I just, want, I just want you to realize the history. Yeah, yeah, no, this is, this is crazy. Let me take you guys inside the helmet real quick. Again. This should be good. <laughs> so when I'm, on the, when I'm on the field, right, you have guys calling it signals. You have coaches talking to you, holding up signage, whatever it is to get that play in. When I complete a pass, let's say it's third and eight. Let's say I throw a dig, I throw a curl, I throw some sort of comeback for 15 yards, and we move the chains. Whenever I look over after that and get a signal that we're running the ball, mm-hmm. I'm never happier. Like, it is the best thing ever because I get to take a play off. If I don't have a read on that play, if I don't have to read this defensive end and possibly pull the ball and run it, which I was never asked to do, it's a playoff for me. Like, I'm so excited. It's like I get to mentally take a break, detach myself, hand this ball off, kind of get this little half jog going. Hopefully it goes for five. Hopefully it goes for six. Makes, makes it easier for me on second down. But it's a playoff for me as a quarterback. This is a Division One quarterback telling you that when I got signaled in a run play, it was a sigh of relief. I was like, oh, thank God. I get to take a playoff here, reset myself, and figure out what wow. I want to do going it forward. makes sense. Based on your work ethic here at ESPN West. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Absolutely nobody is surprised hey. by this revelation yeah. right here. Uh, what, what is your favorite <laughs> sport to watch in person? What is your favorite sport to watch in person and why? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. I say baseball pre-pitch clock. Here's my biggest concern now with the pitch clock. It caters to those watching on television. It does not enhance the in-stadium experience. I, for the money I'm paying, want to maximize my time watching baseball. Or if I go to an afternoon game, maximize my time in the sun or with my family or enjoying it with my boys, whatever. I am concerned in the pitch clock era that now a game's going to last two hours and nine minutes, and I'm going to say, I feel unfulfilled. Like they, they are doing this for the TV audience. They have made this change because people have said, ah, the game is boring, and those are the people that are watching at home. Yeah. And for me, 
I think that it's fixing something for only one part of the baseball audience that that actually was asking for it. The other part that goes to the games, I don't think it's good for them. Yeah, but and then obviously every single time we ask questions of why change comes, it always comes back to money, right? So the viewing audience on the TV side, we can keep hiking up TV money and make more money that way with broadcast partners. There's no way that they're going to be able to improve the baseball product enough to hike up ticket prices at Lone Depot Park or wherever else in the nation. It's like the people that are going to go in person are going to go still. You're not going to miss baseball games now, are you? Because of the fact that they shortened it a little bit? No, but it's always going to be in the back of my mind. Why, <laughs> why, why in, in the NFL, we've only extended the length of games over the last decade with replays. Yeah. And with automatic reviews and with extended commercial breaks and all of this stuff. We've only made that viewing experience longer, yet I don't hear anybody in a game that has just as much downtime as baseball does, the NFL product especially, I don't hear anyone trying to figure out how they can condense the length of the sport when it comes to the NFL, but baseball that's all we've been doing for 15 years is, oh, how do we make this quicker? How do we make it less boring? Why Why is there such a difference in dichotomy between the two? I don't understand it, and I honestly think that it's a little bit unfair, and I'm not trying to, to pull my best Abner Doubleday purity of the game tradition, all that nonsense. All I'm doing is thinking from my capitalistic brain, I'm paying this money. I earn that cash. I'm giving these baseball teams, I'm giving Major League Baseball my money. I want three and a half damn hours. Okay, I don't want two twenty-five. You know what I just thought about? You know, what? and this is where your point really drives home: is that seventh inning is going to come a lot quicker, and isn't that when they stop selling? That's the when beers? they stop selling beer. Damn, that's uh-huh. tough. So now you actually have to get there on time, right? Because if you get there by the third inning, the seventh inning is like a you got hour a lot away. of making up to do. Damn. Yeah. So I want to provide an answer. Uh, hopefully, me and Theo can do that from a millennial and a Generation Z. Well, you standpoint. realize I'm a millennial, so really, well, me and Ken yes. are millennials. Wow. Yeah. I apologize. You're Gen Z. You thought he was a baby boomer? Is that the next one? Yeah, baby boomer is you before millennial. You thought Ken Levicka was it, a baby it, boomer. I'm not even 40 yet, dude. <laughs> if I was oh, no, Gen X is Gen X is before millennial. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wait. So And then it's baby boomer, Gen X, millennial. I'm not Gen X, though. I'm millennial. You're, millennial. you're yeah. right, Gen X. So my parents are probably like in that Gen X. Yeah, my, my parents are a boomer. Our boomers, your my, parents Gen are X. Gen X. Yeah, yeah. yeah, okay. Okay, if I was given a survey and it did say, is Ken Levicka a, and it was multiple choice, well, I would probably just circle I, all right, baby Just because I act like a uh, certain you, generation doesn't mean I am. And that's on me. And that's on me. But let me provide an answer from a, a Gen Z standpoint. And by the way, I take offense to that boomer. Yeah, comment, he, he's, and he doubled down on the boomer. Yeah. He's like, you're a boomer. I, I had no clue how it works when once you get past the millennials. They I, got a better no, nickname. You guys have a, yo, I mean, not you guys, I'm sorry, you're millennial. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Gen whoa. X. Who are you guys? <laughs> you people need, uh, <laughs> no, but like, Gen X, with the marketing team, like, where, where are they at? Like, they don't even have a nickname. Even Gen Z, I mean, at least it kind of rounds out the alphabet. Yeah, there's Degeneration yeah. X, but I mean, that's a whole other thing here. <laughs> that's so, a good point. But seriously, when, when, when Gen Z people go to baseball games, and I think Theo can attest to this, we've yep. spoken on this. I've never been to a baseball game with people my age that have wanted to stay the entirety of the baseball game. It's always me who's forcing people, and we also have another Gen Z person in the studio right now who's nodding her head. Every time I'm at the game. We have a new intern who is is vigorously nodding her head in agreement. I am about to lose my mind. How is that possible that you go to baseball games 
and you and Mass want to leave early. What else do you have to get to? And I'm typically the one fighting. Like, what are you guys talking about? We drove down here. We bought these tickets. We're not leaving. And then by the end of it, everybody hates me. But it's <laughs> it's kind of this gist of okay, we checked the box, right? We did it. We came. We showed up to the event. It's took kind pictures. Of, uh, what yeah, kind took, of mindset? Maybe even did, did a you little just TikTok. Say we took pictures. <laughs> I promise you. I promise you. I am about to have a a, a coronary crisis. Is that when you eat so much corn or coronary coronary crisis? That's in my heart. Okay. (laughs) Hopefully, I provided an answer for you there, but I think that's the one you would get. It's true. So, Stone. I mean, how about how long into a baseball? Because first off, can you're talking all this leaving early from sporting events? Hate it. Hate it. Hate it. Hate it. Are you rooting for extra innings when you're at a baseball game? Yes. No, you're not. Unequivocally, yes. No, you're not. I have never once said I can't wait to leave early from this baseball game unless the White Sox were down like 14 to one, and even then it was a struggle for me mentally. This confuses me with Ken because you know he'd be the first one to complain about the traffic. Yes. So he wants to stay for the entirety of the game, but then once he's sitting standstill traffic, he's going to be yelling at everybody in the car. So I'm, I'm a little torn here. Ken, you are just being downright hypocritical right now. You know very well, you know very well you would hate. First off, when you when you stay the whole time, you got to wait in line to get out of stadiums. Which I you got to like. wait in traffic in parking garages just to get no, out of the garage. But you, don't, you don't park in the garage at Marlins Park or Lone Depot Park. I'm sorry, Marlins. <laughs> Even though you don't give us great tickets anymore, yeah. um, uh, you don't go in the garage. Not like they don't it's have five dollar five dollar no blocky in a parking lot in Little Havana. Okay, okay, that makes sense. You're a veteran though, like you've been doing. I, this I can't just be parking yeah. my car at random. Like I, I don't Why? have, I don't know. I, you have the hookup. You right. know what parks? You can't just look, man. That's how you get your stuff though. Another generational Z sample. No, I'm sorry. Abuela and Abuelo at their home in Little Havana aren't getting your stuff stolen. You never know until no, you try. No, it's not it. happening. It's risky. You have a better chance against something stolen out of the garage than you do at the home of a Tia and a Tio. Okay, this is true, but you got to know them though, because what if it's no? no they could don't. be like a random guy with a vest on, on the scene of somebody's home. Ask any Canes fan who ever went to the Orange Bowl. Five dollar no blocky is the single greatest sports parking situation in the history of anything competitive. Have you yeah. experienced this, though? No, I've not, but I've, my parents have definitely done it upon me. Oh, this oh. is how it used to go down. Like We used to fill these neighborhoods up. Like It was yeah. never no trouble. It, this is how we got down. It's it, Again, capitalism. That's, that's a you great, know, because I'm sure. apparently a boomer, boy, do I believe in capitalism. <laughs> mm. mm-hmm. Up with the elites. Back down in, with the lower class. Back I'm a in boomer. The day, you can trust the society. Back in the, th- These days, I'm way more skeptical of society. Back right. in the day, there was more community. We're, we're one man for another. Let's it takes a village. But now it's like every man for themselves. And capitalism is the problem. How dare you? I'm a boomer. Yeah. I disagree and, vehemently with that. And also, the cars probably weren't as nice back in the day, right? So that's nobody was really looking inside that Tesla to see if they could snag that watch or that laptop that's hanging in the yeah, front seat. You got to watch where you Just park that key Just be careful. That Tesla might blow up. <laughs> um, what is the what is the best sporting event to see in person? What is the best sport to watch in person? I say baseball pre-pitch clock, and I'm concerned this is about to get ruined. Theo says it's the NBA. Come on, give me the NBA. I want to see that most in person. I like the action. You're moving along. It's a time game. It's good. Stone legitimately just said Theo agreed, and then our other Gen Z participant in this discussion, Valentina, one of our newest intern. interns, Valentina, and she'll get a, a an intern nickname like everybody yes, on the show course. does at some point. We haven't quite got there. Val. Um, what is it? Not just Val. No, that's not a nickname. That's, that's just it. shortening someone's name. That's okay. not a nickname. Oh, sorry. How, how long have we been in the biz now? Sorry, Brandon. Oh, oh no. Okay. 
This guy. This guy is. This guy is. I know. No, he's pushing it. He's pushing it. He's really. He's coming out cocky from the Honda Classic. I'm not sure why. After I got you on the 18 green. Yeah. After I got you onto the 18 green, this is what you do. Yeah. What what sport? Do you like to watch most in person? Because Stone says, oh, yeah, leave games early. We just leave games early. We take some pictures and we leave. That makes me insane. What is the best sport to watch in person and why? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. On Twitter, at KLV1063. Again, 888-760-3776. Oh, yeah. And we're asking because Theo and Stone uh, were in an open door bathroom policy uh, when they grew up. Uh, me? No. We closed the doors in my family. Did, did, did you have an open or closed door bathroom policy in your home growing up? 888-760-3776. Hey, if you're experiencing foot and ankle pain, well, you need to see an expert in the field, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care. They have a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading edge treatments and technology to provide advanced orthopedic Foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. What sport do you like watching most in person? Why? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. He's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. This is not a joke. We go to break, and our new intern, our new intern Valentina, goes, Oh, well, this one time I was sitting courtside at a Knicks game. Mm. I mean, the flex. This is like her first true like day one in the office. She even has again like a typical Gen Z. She's oh. got a, a photo courtside with Tracy Morgan. What? Look at that on Instagram, social with media. Tracy Morgan. This is unbelievable. So she just flexed on us. We're the three sports guys. We're the hosts, and she's like, "Well, I was sitting courtside at the Knicks," and then she has an Instagram photo of Tracy Morgan. So there it is. Courtside Val. Courtside There's the nickname. Val. Courtside Val. That is just honestly, flexing, flexing on everybody. How, uh, how, uh, how, how, how taken care of she is. And she knows who Mike Francesa is. Tell her who you had on Honda Classic last year. Yeah, uh, Mike Francesa co-hosted a show with me last year Come for on. like 15 minutes on at the Honda Classic. Eat that courtside yeah. Val. Like yeah. she has any clue who uh, yeah, who's Boomer yeah. Mike Francesa is. Who's, this who's guy taking has Instagram connects. photos now? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tracy Morgan. I had Mike Francesa. But then she she also hit us with the well, you know, I got connections. I'm like, well, okay, we got some connections too. Maybe, oh, I, maybe I didn't want to be courtside at Madison Square Garden watching yeah. the Knicks. Yeah, we can call yeah. Mike Tannenbaum up right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. We call yeah. Mike T and let's talk Jets. Yeah. We know Mike Tannenbaum mm-hmm. on a first name basis. We know him, hey, Mike. Yeah, we passed up Mike Tannenbaum. Pierre Garcon. Hey, Pierre, call Pierre Garcon. Call Pierre Garcon. Justin Simmons. Come on. Yeah, Justin Simmons. Walter Pink Man of the Year nominee. Jay Sims, Mike T. Like, we got nicknames for all these guys. What's your nickname for Tracy Morgan? Mm -hmm. You don't even know. Yeah, I don't know. You have a first name basis. Courtside Val. Courtside Val. Unbelievable. Sick. What is your favorite sport to watch in person? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Now, when Stone mentioned earlier in the show that I can't believe Ken wants to stay to the end of games because he'd be the first person to whine and complain about traffic and to get angry about traffic. Well, 
I mean, he's right. He's right. But if it's one of my teams, I don't want to leave early unless they're getting blown out, if they're getting the doors blown off. Other than that, I'm staying to the end of the game. I'm sticking around because I don't want to go home. I'm in no rush. I'm not young anymore. I can't go out after the game. I've expended all my drinking energy at the game. I'm not going out after the fact. But the one way to counter the traffic argument is if you're going to the Heat game, if you're going to see the Marlins, mm. take the big yellow train. Come on. Brightline. GoBrightline.com, the free Brightline app. I can't tell you how many people I talked to this weekend that came up from Boca, Fort Lauderdale, Miami to go to the Honda Classic. They went to the West Palm Station, got in the rideshare, bam, they were at the Honda Classic. It's perfect. It is, and and the, the last couple of weeks, driving from my home in North Broward County, whether it's the Turnpike, whether it's 95, it is hell. I mean, it is it is literal hell on earth. There is nowhere to go where you're not going to get caught in traffic. And it's miserable, and it's terrible. And all I think about is, first, taking a hammer to my skull. Secondly, I think about, I wish I was on the Brightline. Come on. GoBrightline.com, the free Brightline app. Heat game, buzzer, beater, train. That's why it doesn't matter if it goes into one overtime or double overtime or triple overtime. Hell, we're lucky if the Heat hit a three at any point, uh, the, the way the season's going right now. Um, but but it doesn't matter because the buzzer, beater, train, three of them, they don't leave until after the final buzzer, whether that's regulation, overtime, double overtime, triple overtime. Go Brightline is the only way to get through South Florida without uh, w- without contemplating evil dark things. Come on. Okay? GoBrightline.com, the free Brightline app, and I recommend the premium seating because you get treated like a king or a queen, like royalty, the snacks, the drink. Same thing on the train. It's like first class on the rails. GoBrightline.com and the free Brightline app. Which sport is the best to see in person, 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. I've always enjoyed baseball because it was three and a half hours, maybe even four hours if it's a Yankees-Red Sox game. It's like five hours through seven innings. Um, but but you are, you're able to sit, tune out, and just enjoy the action, enjoy the game. And I'm worried the pitch clock is going to ruin Absolutely all of that. I'm very concerned about that. Let's kick things off on the phones with Sergio in West Palm. Sergio's on Ken Levick Alive. Hey, Serge. Hey, how you guys doing, man? Good. Thank you guys for having me. Appreciate it, buddy. Sweet, sweet. sweet. Yeah, just I wanted to share, man. Honestly, got to say, soccer is definitely, in my opinion, the number one sport to watch, man. Just everything from the passion to the fans to just everything all around, supporting your home team, you know, especially when you're sitting at supporters group section and you're rooting on for your home team, man. Sure. There's nothing better than that feeling, you know, especially, you know, you're down 1-0, 70th minute, you're rooting your team on and we get that go-ahead goal. It's just there's no better feeling there, Sergio, man. Sergio, I think that's good. To to I like that. Are you are you an Inter-Miami guy? I'm just curious. Where are you, where are you uh, typically actually, going yeah, this? I'm wearing an Inter-Miami hat right now at wow. this moment, man. There you go. I love so, it. <laughs> I, I, I completely agree with that and appreciate the call. I've, I've been to several U.S. men's national team matches. I actually, several years ago, saw Barcelona play the Haitian national team. It was just a random friendly. Mm. Barcelona was was touring. Uh, it had one of their worldwide tours, and it was at uh, it was at um, Hard Rock Stadium. And the place was, I don't know, a little over half full. And you know, that place is just cavernous. But even that was just nonstop noise. Haiti scored on Barcelona, and wow. you would have thought that it was the biggest goal in soccer history. I mean, it was it was awesome. It was absolutely awesome. Um, so I agree with that. And I know that there's going to be a lot of people that say, oh, it's soccer. 
Soccer, it's boring. It's like the typical nonsense yeah. boomer view of soccer, True. actually. Yeah, but I, I enjoy soccer. I have a question, though, mm-hmm. because I noticed the Sergio, renowned soccer fan, inner Miami guy, he said game. Are soccer fans sticklers for the game versus match thing? Because I always make sure on TV I write in match. If I say I have a game in there, I always recorrect it to match. So what I would say is if you're if you're in media. Yeah, you gotta go match. You gotta go match. You've got to use the soccer vernacular, but I'm never gonna get on a fan for calling it a game or calling it practice or calling it the field, anything yeah. like that. Because then you become insufferable soccer person. And nobody likes insufferable soccer person. I call soccer. I call MLS and USL matches, and I would never call anybody out for that. I just wonder. And I was in media. And I obviously wasn't calling out Sergio, but when he said it, it kind of, that antenna kind of went off. And I'm wondering, like, because I know specifically with some sports, like golf and tennis, you mess up one of their things, they're all over you, no matter if you're a fan or in the media. Yeah. With well, soccer, because, I'm wondering how, yeah. how pretentious are the elites of the sport about. The tip, you know, the you know, like at the Masters, you got to say patrons and not fans, Ugh. or else you'll get like beat over the that head with an eight iron. Insufferable. Like, so it's not. It's cool. Soccer no, fans soccer are cool. Soccer is not nearly as elitist as golf. And, and honestly, this elitist view of soccer is really unique to the United States. Everywhere mm. else, where it's the most popular sport, there it's it, there's no elitist. It's it's the everyman sport. Here is where because it costs so much to be a part of like a soccer club for your kid. Youth soccer is so expensive. That's where you get the idea that it's elite like golf, mm. elitist like golf, and and uh, what was your other example? Tennis. Badminton. Oh yeah, tennis. Too. Tennis. Yeah. Did you say badminton? Badminton. I oh, like okay. it. Yeah. Um, uh, shout to the badminton players out there. Shout out badminton. Big shout. I get really jealous of guys like Sergio who are diehard (laughs) soccer fans because when you see some of these European crowds, it's like, I just want to be a part of it. It's the sickest thing ever, dude. I mean, it is the sickest thing ever. I would die to eventually be part of them someday, but we don't do it right in the States when it comes to the sport of soccer. Well, we're starting to. At the MLS level, we're starting. Yeah, we are. We're starting to. It's getting there. But, I mean, yeah, you look at European soccer crowds. It doesn't matter. They could they could just throw a bunch of turds out on the pitch. And you know what they're going to do? They're going to put up a TIFO. They're going to light the flares. And they're going to have chants. And they're going to make songs for each of the turds, how much they adore them. And, like, mm. you move on. Like That's awesome. It is fun. That's awesome. Can we get to the real answer to this question, okay. though? Sure. What's, what sport do you like seeing in person the most? It's hockey. It really That's is a really good hockey. One. That's a really good. It's cold. One. Like I don't think any. Then wear a jacket. I don't think anybody <laughs> just that's been to a hockey game. I can't wait. By the way, for courtside Val to be like, oh, when I was on the glass yeah. at the Rangers game, yeah. Yeah. David yeah. Pasternak gave me his number. Yeah, all that kind of stuff. Like, <laughs> all but, those connections. But I, when you leave a hockey game, like everybody had a good time. Everybody loved it. The same singing songs that Ken's mentioning with. Soccer, you see it in hockey, and I think all the, the 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 bashing up against the wall, the fast pace, some of the goal when the horn goes off and they score. For me, hockey takes the cake. Yeah, here. hockey's pretty cool. I actually like, and this is going to be random. <laughs> I like I like sitting and watching hockey from behind one of the goals because you're able to see the if you're up a little bit, you're able to see the plays develop and the movement, and that's why I like watching. I'm I'm I know I'm in the vast minority, but I like watching the NFL, when they have the camera from behind the quarterback. Because oh, yeah. I like seeing the holes open. I like seeing the routes that the receivers run. I like seeing the quarterback 
try to fit the ball into tight spaces. I like that. I don't like seeing it from the side in hockey. I think the best view of watching hockey is from behind the goals because these guys are gliding Mm -hmm. at fast pace. Same thing with soccer. When you actually see the formation, see what they're trying to do as opposed to it just looking like bodies moving around, that's cool. Hockey is awesome to see live if you can see the puck. I think we should watch football games together in the all-22 angle. That would be – I would love it. I do love all-22. But how do you even – like what – service is even providing that does Amazon well, I, stream I on Thursday night football have yeah, one yeah Amazon okay. has an all 22 camp but, but it's from the but instead. it's from the side though it's not it's not uh. from straight on yeah you're right yeah yep yeah, yep yeah, yeah, you're right I want one of those straight on just like kind of I know people can't see what we're seeing but kind of more so like from behind the quarterback almost like Madden like yeah, when you're exactly. playing Madden exactly I find that to be much because I like to see What's opened up? Then you know how it happened, and also right. you can see in real time. Oh, he missed that guy. That and then you can idol. tell Jess. You can tell Jess. This is why you run the ball. Yes, because there was there was a hole between the left guard and the left tackle. Wow! Look at the really, fullback seal off. She's going to get event. She's going to get real excited about that. <laughs> seeing a pulling guard open yeah. up a gap. I can yeah. just see Stone's like, "Hey, baby, I got something for you." And she's like, "Oh, what is that, baby? What's that?" And he's like. All 22, all 22 from the back. Oh, <laughs> wait, wow. Wait till you, wait, what are we talking about anymore? Wait till you see this screen pass. Oh, wait yeah. till you see this, these, these linemen get well, out there in open yeah. field. Watch this, watch this draw open up. Yeah. yeah. yeah see, I like that. It, it, and on that it's guy. perfect because now you've got all that alone time in your new home with her and Stewart. Now you, now you can get spicy with the old 22. Wow. Let's do yeah. it. Uh-huh. Ken LaVega live here on ESPN 106.3. What sporting event do you like to see most in person? 888 760 Seven seven six eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. Starting in the one o'clock hour, we're bringing it back. It's a horse bleep Monday. What was the most horse bleep sports moment of the weekend? Eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. Eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. That's on the way. A whole lot more nonsense on this Monday. We're coming off the Honda Classic. Theo Dorsey made the ultimate sacrifice. He worked on an off day, on. and he's here on a Monday. Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. Oh, man. Now, could you stone remind me? What the uh, the name of the segment is we do on Mondays because um, I don't even know the name of the segments on my own show. I called it a a horse bleep Monday. That's not it. Robert Sala, please remind me what the name of the segment is. Um, dog. That's right. It's a dog bleep Monday, not a horse bleep Monday. Wrong animal. Close. Thanks, Coach. Close. Yeah, I was close. Still it was right. Close. Same intentions, right? They both mean the same thing. They. I, I suppose they do. I suppose they do. You're right. Thank you. Thank you, Coach. Uh, appreciate that. Uh, hey, Theo, you want to talk about uh, Duffy Sports Grill at all? I love talking about Duffy Sports Grill because we're talking about viewing experiences. We're talking about being fans of the game and watching. And what better place to watch any kind of sporting event, whether it be hockey, whether it be the NFL, or my favorite, the NBA, then Duffy's Sports Bar. Calling all sports fans. Grab your MVP card and head to Duffy's where you can watch and catch all of the action. You don't have an MVP card? 
Sign up for free and start earning rewards today. Duffy's is voted the best sports grill year after year with their award-winning burgers and wings. Don't forget Duffy's famous two-for-one drinks all day, every day. That's my favorite. With over 80 TVs in each location, you never miss a minute of the game. Visit Duffy'sMVP.com to learn more. Duffy's, our game is always on. Did you guys see uh, Las Vegas, their XFL team, is playing at a a minor league baseball stadium that doubles as a soccer stadium. And they spray painted the grass green because it is, it's a, in week one, it's a a warm weather grass. So it's not dead, but it goes dormant. So Mm. it's really slippery. There's no grip on it. And in week one of the XFL season, kickers are slipping all over the place. And it was a complete mess. Nobody could, could find their footing. They spray painted the entire field green. There were literally oh, videos God. and photos. This is the XFL. This is the rock. He is putting his legacy on the line, and they are spray painting the grass green. What is this, Soldier Field? I did see this, but I think it's a smart move in the sense of you obviously don't have enough fans to fill up a real stadium, so you got to go smaller. Yeah, the field was a problem. But you got to get it more fans. Pr- it makes it look like there's more fans in the stands in a smaller stadium. That's the goal. You know, and it's fine. I'm not. I'm not ripping the stadium. I'm just saying that. Why don't you just lean into it? What I would do, because again, the grass isn't dead. It's not like there's like exposed dirt all over the place. What I would do. This is the XFL. It's extreme. It's in the name. Let's get crazy. Mm. Keep it brown and just make the yard lines and the numbers green. That would look so disgusting. I think I'm onto something. <laughs> it would look horrible. Extreme with a capital S. You're not on anything. That's terrible, Ken. Rock, call me. (laughs) He will not be calling you. I'm just, why don't you, if you're going to be extreme, uh, Terramana is actually super legit. And yeah, they don't partner with us or anything, but I love that. that, No, the Blanco. The Blanco, I think, like that's my go-to. Because anybody uh, who listens to the show regularly knows, Stone, what what am I drinking on uh, on weekends? A little tequila. That is right. This weekend, a little tequila, pineapple juice, a little uh, squeezed orange juice. Mm. Mm, Perfection. Mm. Terramana, the Blanco, that's, that's the way to go. So you're right about that. Okay. Um, but but the, the the brown grass, I mean, maybe that could... Boise State has the blue turf. Eastern Washington, right, Stone? Eastern Washington's the one with the red turf. That's right. Which is unwatchable on television. <laughs> Terrible. You cannot tell me that, that the brown couldn't at least survive a couple of weeks with it with green numbers and yard lines. <laughs> I guess you're right. It. I guess you're supposed to make it a thing. Yeah. In the XFL, if you want to stick, you need to be like, oh, here comes the Vegas Brownfield guys. Like, oh. you need to have something going for them. <laughs> All right, hopefully you can workshop yes. that name. Here yes, comes yes. the Vegas Brownfield guys. What can right. Brown do for you? Uh, exactly. So, so, Stone, when we come back for the second hour of Ken Levick Alive, we're getting back to it on a Monday. We review what has happened over the weekend and because I'm cynical and my name's on the show and these two have allowed me to guide them into the path of negativity mm. every Monday. It is Robert Sala. Take it away, please. Um, dog. The dog bleep moment of the week when we come back. He's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 1063.